So I'm just going to jump into wine. Oh, okay. Straight into I'm, wine. I'm moving straight into it. Okay. Screw the intro. This is our intro. We cordially request that you be our dinner guests as you join us for another episode of Wine and Dine. No, I'm jumping straight into this because this is crap. This episode w- two already. We are skipping everything <laughs> we have laid the foundation for. <laughs> it's because here's the thing. So we went to two book halls. The first book hall was the HBP. And if you're not uh, already into our world yet, that's half price books. And I did really well in that hall. Like I was on point. I went in. I got books. I walked out victorious. It was amazing. I was proud of you. I, it was you. A very successful. It was haul. very successful. I think I like bought like six, six or seven books altogether. <laughs> we we're hall number two for the month is the Indianapolis Public Libraries sale hall. I go in going okay. I was successful with the HBP. I mean, I got two Meg Cabot books out in my like overarching collection of hers that I hadn't had mm-hmm. in a, like forever. I was like. You know what? It's a library sale. There has to be some. There has to be. Well, I, there was one. There, there were two. <laughs> there was two from her like little kid from her little kid series. <laughs> and then the other one was missing its dust jacket. And I'm sorry, I'm not going to spend two dollars on a hardcover book that does not have its jacket. Well, and I can understand that from your perspective because. You, like, display your books. I, I mean, do. you have this beautiful glass case, which I'm definitely taking a picture for, like, when we get an Instagram and when we put mm-hmm. stuff on Twitter and stuff. Like, I want to show them how pretty two. it is. I have two. I have that one over there and that one over there. But, like, it's, it's very displayed and it's very mm-hmm. nice the way that it's displayed. But when I, I just get it so I can read it. And, like, they're probably going to end up at Goodwill later anyway, like, four years from now. When my bookshelf is completely overfilled again. I like how I gave myself four years and not four mm-hmm. months, which is closer to where it's going to end up. But, but yeah. But you, you like to display your books. So I it makes do. Sense that you I want, want a dust them jacket. to, yeah, I want a dust jacket. And you know what? They might be a little ratty. There was the Nightingale one that I was looking at that I was like, well, maybe, maybe not. It has dust jacket. It was a signed edition. Yeah, I was like, that's what, that's the only thing I'm going to call you out on is it had a dust jacket mm-hmm. and it was signed. And it was only two dollars. I know. And it still did not meet your very strangely picky criteria. Did you not look at like the actual book itself though? Someone had spilled coffee on it. Maybe like, it just adds to the character. It was still signed. It was still signed. I know. I should have done it. I should have bought that one regardless. I found Eliza and her monsters, which came out last fall. I should have just bit the bullet there, walked out four dollars, two books, both hardbacks, one signed edition. I just I couldn't do it. It was just one of those like maybe I have too much of a realistic goal here in mind where, you know what? I've gone to these sales and come across with some amazing books yeah. in really great condition. I was very unhappy with the way the library handled that sale. Half of the hardbacks in the YA juniors department were ripped off. Like someone had yeah. taken a an exacto knife and cut them away. Yeah. And I'm like it was really upsetting to why see. Why would you do that? How is anybody supposed to know what the book's about if you're gonna take that away? Well, and the weird part about it is it wasn't just like, oh, someone had returned it to the library and the dust jacket fell off or mm-hmm. it wasn't there. Like you could see some of them where it they had, had the like, tape on it still. It, exactly. Where it should have been. And it just wasn't in there. And it almost th- with the amount of books mm. that were missing them, it almost looked like a disgruntled library employee was like, man, screw this dust jacket. No one gets a dust jacket. And was like just cutting the covers off books. Right. And I was just like... <sighs> And here's the here's what irked me. I don't care if you make crappy comments about my pickiness. That's fine. <laughs> when a stranger comes oh up God, to me and says, yeah, just buy it because you want to read it. <laughs> I'm sorry, good sir. <laughs> I don't know you. I don't know you. Stranger danger. <laughs> well, it wasn't even stranger danger. It was just one of those, like, he was, like, the probably the age of my dad. About... I think he was about your height, too. Yeah, he was a little bit taller. And than he's me, in the junior section. And I try not to judge. I really don't judge. 
don't care if he's in whatever section. However, you should not judge me because I am not willing to spend $2 on a naked book. Like, especially with the amount of websites that you can get free books on nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if that's what you want, that's what you want. I was standing there making fun of her. Like, oh, they had the queen of dust jackets over here. And so-and-so hops in. Like, that that's like when you joke with your friend. I, I joke with a lot of my friends that I'm fat, okay? I'm not huge. I'm not obese. I'm not, you know, a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But, like, if I if I look at them and I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, my fat ass over here or whatever, <laughs> Joe Blow off the street corner better not open his mouth, okay? Yeah. You <laughs> like, have no right to, to put me down. You did not earn that. <laughs> yeah. No. No put downs in, in a public library. And, by the way, support your public libraries. Do it. <laughs> yes. Do it. Uh, I, on the other hand, don't have a bit to whine about with that. <laughs> oh, my God. So, last book sale, I told her I can't spend a whole lot of money. I'm mm-hmm. probably not going to get a whole lot at the no. half-price book sale. And I came out with more than she did. You did. But you, you let's see, mine was just under $20. I think mine was 26 So you only went $6 over me. Yeah, which is not I don't much. think that's that much. And for, I mean, we came out with bags. Yes. Full of books, Oh, people. I was so proud of us. Uh, today, I told Ashley, <laughs> and I quote, I cannot spend any, any money. <laughs> I'm going to come and be your photographer for our Twitter. Yeah, we're going to take some pictures. We're going to let people know what we're doing today. We're going to mm. finally make an Instagram, which we mm. are doing. I will tweet about that. I promise it's getting done. <laughs> but freaking, I came out with two bags of books because Full all of, of the paperback ya novels were 50 cents i couldn't say no i'm not judging you i think you got some great finds and you're gonna have to tell me what your number one find is well i don't know if it's number one like oh it's the best find that i've Mm -hmm. ever found hold on let me grab it okay i found most of a book series and that's the only thing that i will whine about and that's my own stupidity. Okay? I, uh... I told Ashley, be on the lookout for a specific book. I found a book series. The first book is Rot and Ruin. I thought this one was the first one. The Dust and... No. Rot and Ruin. And then number two is Dust and Decay. Number three is Flesh and Bone. And I didn't know there was a fourth one. So she goes, hey, I found these two. I found Dust and Decay and I found um, Fire and Ash. Which one do you need? And I said, oh, no, I already have Fire and Ash. It's fine. Because I was thinking of Flesh and Bone. So <laughs> Ashley had the fourth book. The, the I had whole... both of them. I had I had held both of them up and go, hey, which ones do you need? She had the whole series. I mean, we could have walked out with the whole series. I know. But now I only have the first three books. But so how much did you spend? I spent $1.50. On these suckers, I mean, they're, they've been around for a while, but these are really great conditions. Yes. So, I like. Mean, oh, they're so, they're so beautiful. And, like, each one of them, I don't know if you're noticing this, but, like, the first one. Oh, I didn't is notice a that. full cover. Mm-hmm. And then the next one goes back and the third one goes back just a little bit further. Mm-hmm. I know you guys can't see this, but I'll take a picture for, like, Instagram or something. Yes. I keep talking about this non-existent Instagram, but it's going to happen. All right. So. They look like zombie books. They are. They are zombie books. So mm. uh, let me just read this. Benny has grown up. Uh, has grown up in. Hold on. Oh, <laughs> I, I missed the first. <laughs> Can't even read the back book cover. <laughs> in the zombie-infested world, Benny has grown up in. Teenagers must work once they turn fifteen, or they will lose their food rations. Benny isn't interested in taking on the family business, but he reluctantly agrees to train as a zombie killer with his boring <gasps> big brother, Tom. He expects a dull job whacking zombies for cash, but what he discovers is a vocation that will teach him what it really means to be human. And there's more after that. But basically, it's dude. It's almost like Divergent mixed with zombie. I don't know if you guys have ever read those. Those are right. I did not Chan. read those. Uh were- I didn't read Diversion either. Oh wow. Okay. Well, I don't. I was not very big into sci-fi as wow. a young adult. I mean, I don't know if I would. I mean, I guess Divergent is kind of sci-fi. That's going to have to be a whole other topic. Or like, what's sci-fi? What's not? What sci-fi? What counts as sci-fi? Because mm. I need to know these things. Okay. But no, I'm very excited for that because I really did. I liked Zombie. I liked Divergent. I mm-hmm. liked The Hunger Games. It kind of mm-hmm. seems like your typical YA books mixed in with like mm-hmm. like zombie stuff i'm a-okay with that mm-hmm. let's do it so uh, i'm really excited for that and then i just grabbed a bunch of other books like if they interested me i grabbed them cool 
Don't worry about that. (laughs) That was me making a note real quick for no one else. I mean, okay. So number one book that I have to say out of everything I hauled back on the second, um, I think my one that I was really happy about, it's called Night Films by Marisha Pessel, P-E-S-S-L. This book came out last December. So it's like brand new. It is brand new. Beautiful cover. It look at these in pages. Look at that. Like the that it, cover is it's beautiful. So shiny. It's like, it's like holographic lettering. Mm. It's oh, it's beautiful. And look at these in pages. They're oh. like trees at night. It has I'm like animals in it. Book envy right now. It's pretty cool. And of course, you know what else? It has oh, pictures. pictures! I don't know why I get so excited about that. Like, I am 26 years old. There is no reason that I should be getting pumped over a picture book. There's no reason. No judging, remember? We don't judge. We don't do it. If you guys have not caught on, Mm. we're going to be talking about a little bit of judgment today. Mm. What is okay to judge? What may not be okay to judge? Mm, A lot more towards the stop judging people. But, I mean, yes. Stop judging. (laughs) Um, But just a little oversight into this. On a damp October night, beautiful young Ashley Covid. Oh, that's why you wanted it. Yeah, I know. Ashley's the main character. Is found dead in an abandoned warehouse in Lower Manhattan. Though her death is ruled as ruled a suicide, veteran investigator journalist Scott McGrath suspects otherwise. As he probes the strange circumstances surrounding Ashley's life and death, McGrath comes face to face with the legend. Legend uh, legacy of her father, the legendary reclusive cult horror film director Stentilis Kovidov. Yeah, that's that I cannot weird. pronounce that name. Well, you know, you should read it anyway. <laughs> yeah, a man who hasn't been seen in public for more than 30 years. Bum, bum, and that's all I'm gonna say because that's amazing, right there. All in of itself. I mean, there are so many books coming out recently. Hmm. that are finally breaking away from the Hunger Games vampire trope that we were talking about kind of last time on overhyped books. Yes. I am so happy to finally see people breaking out of that. Those niches. Yes. Yes. I am very happy that I picked that up because this is a horror. This is straight up horror novel. And it's adult horror, too. And that's something I have never touched yet so i'm excited i'm freaked out <laughs> i don't want another hellbound heart episode oh no, thank you although that was one of the <laughs> things that ashley had to get on me for is that i found two clive barker books while i was there i was like let's get these for david and she's like let's not do that <laughs> yeah i oh, love my something. i love my hubby to death but he doesn't need those do not need to be in my house <laughs> they they don't so Ashley and I, if you guys were not aware, used to do book club. Mm -hmm. I don't know why they wouldn't. Oh, I don't know if we've mentioned it on here yet. We did. Okay. We did. In our earlier stuff. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. We haven't canceled or anything. It's just been a hot second since we have planned out an additional book club. Well, our lives have been very, very busy. and Especially with your wedding coming up. Girl. It's just not feasible. Uh Uh-uh. So... I run activities. Well, I don't run activities. But I work in activities at the Masonic Home. And one of my jobs is to run book club. Mm-hmm. So I have uh, about six regular members. Technically, there are eight people in my mm. book club. But two of them just, oh, I, I'm i sick today, like every week for book club. So, I mean, yeah. But we have had a challenge for two reasons. One, all of the books that these ladies need need to be in hard print or available cheaply Mm -hmm. on amazon for their kindles or whatever and it's very hard to find books that fit both of those needs Mm. so the indianapolis library does something really really cool where they do a series called novel conversations and the whole point is it's an adult book club Mm -hmm. like guide and help so you can get sets of books from them so like if you need 20 books for your book club you order them months in advance they drop them off at your local library for you to pick up and then you get the books for eight weeks so like a nice amount of time yes and this is johnson county well john any anything that counts as an indiana public library so oh my gosh it it actually runs it out of the indianapolis public library but then they'll drop it off at the johnson county library for me to pick up so at the beginning of july awesome it tells you exactly what's in 
large print. It tells you if they have audiobooks of that. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it tells you so much. And then when they send it, they will also send some like d- possible discussion questions, um, cool things. So like, say you're reading a book, and in the book they talk about a pub, and that pub is in your area. They might put in like that packet. Hey, for fun, maybe you can go eat at this pub or whatever. Like, it, it's so cool. Dude, why aren't we doing that? I don't know. <laughs> but here's here's the hard part about it. Okay. Apparently, a lot of people know about this because... We don't know about it, though. Well, I know. But now I know about it. Well, and now I know about it. Apparently, a lot of nursing homes and a lot of schools will use this. Mm. And so the waiting list for new-ish books is almost two years. Dang. Two years. There is a book... Um, I actually recommended Me Before You. Okay. okay? I thought the ladies would love it. Mm-hmm. They all decided, yes, we would love it. Let's read that. Do mm. you know when the next available drop-off date is for that book? December? September of 2019. Dang, that's 2019. a year. That's yes. almost a, that's a year and three months. Yeah. And I, I, I love the idea. Mm. But holy crap. <laughs> You need to have more books than that, I think. I mean, if the, yeah. if you have that many people trying to read... And Me Before You is not that new. It's new-ish. So, I think, like, original print was in the 80s. Seriously? I think so. Wow. I am It's way been off. a while. She's had these out, I think, for a while. The only reason it became popular... It's because of the movie. It's because of the movie rights. Yeah. Okay, that's probably why I was thinking it was coming out sort of new. Because my idea was, we'll read this book and then I'll bring in the movie. Mm-hmm. Nope, just bring in the movie, I guess. I don't know. But that's a really cool thing. So check with your local downtown library, wherever you are. See if they have something like this. Mm. And, uh, and start a book club. Yeah. It'll be fun. Hopefully. And no judging. Ugh. I'm already getting judged. What? Because the book that I picked for September mm-hmm. is a young adult retelling of Snow White. What's it called? Boy Snowbird. Okay. And off the top of my head, I know I'm terrible. I cannot remember the exact synopsis, but basically Snow White, mm-hmm. her, her name, her name is actually Boy. Like her dad wanted a boy so badly that he named her, her first name is Boy. Okay. <laughs> okay. But then obviously it's a retelling of Snow. So, mm-hmm. so, and I don't know where the bird comes in. Maybe the bird instead of the apple or the bird instead of the dwarf. I don't know. But. Well, she's supposed to be able to like sing to animals. I mean, that, that, yeah, that very well could be it. So, but basically it's somewhat same retelling like obviously has the same theme right but it's like a really modern modern retelling of it Mm -hmm. and i thought they would enjoy that so i told them hey guys this is what i have ordered i have this for this month i have this for this month oh and in september we're gonna read this and they were like huh and i went what what do you mean huh i thought it would be different and they're like Sounds a little childish to me. And it literally everything inside of me just wanted to boil up and just rage over. Like, ooh, I cannot get them away from, like, Agatha Christie, um, old-timey mystery and or historical fictions. They are on a Chicago World's Fair kick right now mm. where they just read Devil in the White City. And then the book that we're reading this month is called Clara and Mr. Tiffany. All of this has something to do with the Chicago World's Fair. And I'm just sitting there like, you cannot read the same book Hmm. for the next three months. I will not let it happen. (laughs) I think you should try The Nightingale. The one that I was looking at, it takes place in Paris during World War II. Mm -hmm. And it's it's about um, two sisters both having to find ways of helping during the air raids now my question is is it in large print it should be in large print it was in the large print section where we saw it well i mean you never know when people put it back wrong but this this claire and mr tiffany book that i ordered for them Mm -hmm. the library our local library said these are in large print those are the smallest print i have ever seen i mean literally of any book i've ever read (laughs) it is the smallest i don't know if somebody was sarcastically telling me that it was in large print it was it was not I feel like some uh, okay, rant for five seconds here. If I was an old an, in an old folks home, I would pull some fast shit. I I literally because I'd be that person. I have to have it in large print, and I'm I I can't. And then I'm gonna be one of those those jerks that literally sits there and they're like, well, it, this is as large print as we can get. 
And, you know, I'm just going to be like magnifying, glassing it up, going, hmm. And all this time I have perfect eyesight. I don't need no freaking large print. (laughs) I just want to be a jerk. We've done the magnifying glasses and the page magnifiers. And the problem is, is unfortunately, a lot of these ladies are losing some of their grip. Ah, and so okay. having to be able to hold a book down and turn a page and hold a magnifying, it's just getting too hard for them. Mm. So a couple of the ladies' families have been really nice and bought them Kindles or Nooks or whatever, some type of e-reader. Yeah. Um, but some of them don't have families that can do that. Some of right. them just financially, it's not possible. So right. Yeah, I understand that. I never thought running a book club would be this hard, though, because, like, you made it so easy on me, like, when we did our book club. <laughs> uh, and now I'm here and I'm just like, I don't know. No. Although I will say, like, I am getting into this Claire and Mr. Tiffany book. Like, it is good. Mm-hmm. But, like, I just need to figure out a way to get them off of the path. So I picked another historical fiction for them. You should pick a historical fiction that is YA. Uh, I don't know if it counts as YA. I picked a historical fiction that's also kind of a mystery. It's called mm-hmm. The House Girl. And it's about a lawyer who's fighting for reparations for a family of a previous previously owned slave named Josephine Mm -hmm. that they found out she was the painter for like this famous lady. Her family's been raking in the dough for these paintings Mm -hmm. and she never did them. Her slave Josephine did. So you get to learn Josephine's story and the lawyer's story that's like fighting for reparations at the same time. Okay, so it's like the... Oh, crud. I've been so bad about names and things today. Um, The Woman in Gold. Like that. Okay, it's so basically during we're all gonna figure out Ashley really likes World War Two. <laughs> so in Austria, as the Nazi Party invades and takes over Austria, there was a wealthy Austrian family that had a very, very un coming coming up artist um paint a portrait of this lady's aunt and it was called the lady in gold well their house gets raided because they are jewish and the nazis take everything i mean they 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 took everything the girl and the the main woman that we follow and her friend that's the lawyer goes back and basically goes up against the austrian government set in modern day basically stating you have no rights to this painting it really belongs to this family and they basically have to go up against the austrian government going you are basically stating this is a national treasure that you stole from this family during your oppressed time and they actually win their court case they they win it but the journey of that and in learning the the history behind you know I think that it was just it was really good. They made it into a, a, a focus feature film. It was really great. I love it. Well, no, I'll have to look into that then. Yeah. This, this I mean, it sounds basically just like this book, except mm-hmm. instead of it being set in World War Two, it's set in pre-Civil War. So, I mean, yeah, it, I, I like the theory of the book. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to get them somehow away from the Chicago World's Fair. Yeah. But still keep them on their little historical fiction thing. I mean... There's a his. I mean, not judging historical fiction. I feel like a sto- historical fiction gets a bad rap yeah. of being really set on dates and times, and all of that bogs the story down. And there's no flow, and there's nothing interesting. It's just a dry book. It's like reading a history book. And not to judge it, I feel like we should just do hashtag no judge. Hashtag, hashtag no, no judge. judge. I've read some amazing historical fiction. Same that it's just you can't even tell that you're you're reading anything to do with history like it it just it takes you away and you're so engrossed in the story and the characters and how the characters are dealing with you know this event and this basically it's just a story about possible real people in an actual historic event yeah like madame tusson i read that book and it was about her young life, about how she basically um, got to mold, you know, Marie Antoinette yeah. and, and do all the stuff that she did during, you know, the upcoming to the revolution. And that was like, I 
it had a lot of historical facts, a lot of details about her life and how France was at the time and all this political correctness that had to be going on. Um, and it was just, it was amazing. It was just, you couldn't tell, I you could tell, yeah, I'm reading historical fiction. I mean, because not everything is going to be right. I mean, that you know, the royal family does go to the Madame Toussaint yeah. institution there outside of Paris. Um, they do come and visit. They do sit for a molding. That does happen. But, like, there's some details in there, like, you know, they allude to her and the guy next door being in love with each other. Yeah. There's no actual proof that that actually happened but there is some supporting documentations out there that that could have been a thing Mm -hmm. so the author took liberties and said no i'm gonna make it a thing they actually do get married oh that's actually really neat (laughs) yeah we're gonna actually say that they they do have some sort of marital relationship whether they actually get married or they don't get married you know he kind of left that she she left that actually very vague but it, it does show that there is that connection you know the the gruesomeness of what was happening as the riots were happening and the uprisings were happening you know that was all all real and you know hashtag don't judge if it's something that you you know you're interested about or that you enjoyed kind of learning about in school like i'm anything world war ii i am mm-hmm. on that i am so there so you know don't don't judge it give it a try amen Speaking of don't judge, Mm -hmm. I am 26, and I still quite enjoy reading young adult fiction, okay? Mm -hmm. I do. I, don't get me wrong, I love a good historical fiction. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Deliverance book of, or uh, the Physic book of Deliverance Dane is literally one of my favorite books. I've read it probably three times. It's the reason that I did my um senior seminar project over the witch trials like Mm. i am all for some good historical fiction but (laughs) i like being transported and taken away Mm -hmm. and i particularly like young adult novels because in my opinion they do a decent job of warping sci-fi and modern uh, tropes like okay i know it's overrated but I like when a book is set in modern times so that when, you know, Mm. something goes wrong, one of the main characters pulls out a cell phone. It makes sense. Right. But at the same time, that that person is also a werewolf. Like, give me something crazy Mm. about it. I like that. I loved Harry Potter. I loved The Hunger Games. I loved Divergent. Although, okay, I take that back. You know what? I love the first two books of Divergent. (laughs) The last one can burn in a fiery pit. Oh, no. Oh, my God. No. See, but here's the thing. That's why I originally liked City of Bones by Cassandra Clare. Love it. I was, I thought that was amazing. And, like, that I, this, is my example of a, a good YA book. Because yes. it is set in, in, in modern times, but it has this craziness behind it. Like, yes. oh, you just don't see it because you aren't paying attention. Like, I love it. Or, the, the you know, like, yeah, there's a glamour effect to, yes. you know, them because they, they write a rune in their arm and now they have glamour. Or yeah. a rune is written on the side of the building and we can't see the entrance to the fairy world because it's just, it's there, but it's not there and we dumb mortals can't see it. Well, and I love the explanation in Harry Potter even more. It's like, muggles don't notice anything. Like, we, there's no spell I'm casting. They just don't notice. <laughs> like, yeah. I, uh, I think it was like... I love... Oh, sorry. I'm, uh, I'm no, like, no. I was just mind. like... Um, the Percy Jackson series, um, Rick Riordan, his yeah. whole answer to why normal day people can't see the world is because there's this entity out there called mist or the veil or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. And it literally distorts what humans see because the human brain can't comprehend it. Yeah. It's not like literally I could walk down the street and a werewolf is walking right past me. I could look at that werewolf and, and, Technically, I'm looking at a werewolf. However, because my brain can't comprehend that that's looks a like werewolf. Joe Blow off yeah, the corner, that yeah. looks like Joey down the block. And <laughs> I don't know, Joey down the block's a werewolf. <laughs> I love that. That's like the greatest thing, though. But here's my issue. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't like Joe Schmo in the young adult section telling me stuff I don't need to know. Oh, okay. 
One, right. you're probably younger than Joe Schmo. I am. I was, we were definitely <laughs> we were. Both, like, don't sit there and get on us when you are definitely older than we are. But like, okay, for example, the ladies at the at the nursing home that I'm at, freaking. Oh, I don't. That just doesn't sound like our kind of book. That sounds kind of childish. Okay, Joanne. Well, shut up. Like, oh, I I think all literature is beautiful and i i'm saying this after having read a yeti in a mist i told you every episode i'm gonna bring it up every episode anyway i have i've read a yeti in the mist okay and even that to me is beautiful i just happen to like young adult probably the best out Mm -hmm. of the genres that i have and i have i've tried some of the new age adult new age adult to me is too romancy almost every new age adult that i have read is oh i've graduated from college and i'm getting um a high paying job but my boss is just so sexy and oh but i can't possibly have sex with my boss i'm gonna do it anyway oh no my work life is compromised like that's Granted, I've only read I feel like, like you just explained the second book in um Fifty Shades of Grey series. Yeah, probably. Whatever. I don't I don't even care. I feel like Fifty Shades of Grey I mean that's more of like a That's adult. Yeah, that's just adult adult. But like that it's pretty much the same. New new adult to me is very romance centered. Mm. Romance slash work life centered. And that's not what I want. If you can give me a new adult book that just suddenly throws in some magic somewhere, mm. like throw it at me. I'm gonna read it. Okay. The there is a okay, so that one that I pitched to you guys originally for February in book club like two years back. Oh, the one that I wanted in the, um, the boys. Architect didn't want it. of Song. Yeah. No, it was the Architect of Song. And it wasn't the boys. It was when um you, me, and Tia were all together. Oh and man, it, back in the day. Yeah, back okay. back in the day. So the Architect of Song by A. G. Wells. Or no, A. G. Howard. That is her new series um for um, new age adult. Basically what it is, it is a fantasy book where the main prote- main person um, is mute. She doesn't talk. Mm-hmm. And she apparently lives on an estate where she can see a ghost and there is an architect that also lives on the estate um, and he owns the whole estate but he wants to demolish it and it's a story it it was pitched to me originally as a retelling of beauty and the beast which the more i read it i don't think it is mm-hmm. i think it has just some weird kind of maybe vibes like that because yeah. it's supposed to be who's the real who's the real person the ghost or this this man mm-hmm. um and her like being able to choose between the two i mean yeah there's going to be there's supposed to be like some explicit um, ness to the book, as in, like, I think there is some sort of sec- actual sex scene in the book. Yeah. But you're dealing with paranormal. Yeah. So, I just I don't, don't know. I don't want Fifty Shades in my book. Like, I will say, mm-hmm. the closest thing that I have found to a good way to overlap mm-hmm. YA with adult is The Magicians, the actual book. Magicians. Um, the the magicians is that series that was on sci-fi that you like oh you Netflix. mean the one that i'm like obsessive impulsive <laughs> yes but they have they have a book series behind it however mm-hmm. that is not considered young adult or new age that's considered straight sci-fi yeah and so it, it's hard for I mean, me I that. because the magicians is like a diamond in the rough for me because every mm-hmm. other sci-fi book that i've been presented with is lost in space part 32 like i I'm, I really need to read those books then because I love that TV show. The Magicians, they're so good. Actually, I got into the TV show and my brother's like, you know, it's a book series, right? And I was like, oh, yeah, I just, I'm really busy. I don't have time to read this. He goes, don't even worry about it. And he had Audible and I had Audible. And I guess that he was just like, hey, sign in and you can just listen to mm-hmm. my stuff. And so I just audio booked the first two books. Oh, they're so good. <laughs> Like, okay. if you like if you like Penny in the series, you're going to love Penny in the books. Oh, my God. I love Penny in the series. Oh. Oh. It's just fantastic. Everything Kinda about them. a little bit when you But they're not <laughs> young adult. They're I sci-fi. But see, that's what throws me for a loop, though, is we're, we're they're teenager. Not teenagers. They're young adults. They're in college. Yeah, they're in college. So. 
And they do very adult things. Yes, yes, they do. I mean, like this. The book does not leave any. Don't get me wrong; it's not Fifty Shades worthy, Mm. but it doesn't leave things out like that. But it's so good, so so good. See, now I'm worried though. I'm scared because I really love that TV show. I want the I want them to be the same. They're not. Dang it! But they're not so different that you're going to be like, why did the TV show do this? Like. (laughs) Obviously. So I could play David Bowie in the background at that one scene from season three and be like, there you go. It's the same. There you go. It's so much the same. I literally, I watched that episode three times. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. If you guys have not seen it, it is on Netflix. If you don't mm. have a Netflix, go get Netflix just for this show or be my guest. Illegally download it. But when you the can police watch come it to on, your door, don't talk You can to me watch it on the Sci-Fi channel. I well, think you I can stream off the Sci-Fi Channel. I don't have cable, so if you have cable, stream and that's it off on the Sci-Fi Channel. Computer, stream it online too. <laughs> just something. watch it. Watch just it. watch it. <laughs> like just, just watch it. Like it's the ending so of season three. I know you're not even there. No, I I've read oh. the books. So, like I said, I've only read the first two books, so I don't know where season three correlates mm-hmm. in, in terms of that. But the first season, mm-hmm. I think. Although it left out a little bit and changed, like, one thing. Mm. It did a very good job of portraying the books. I was very, very happy with what I watched. And it's one of those shows that uh, Jesse and Taylor watched with me. Like, they had no issues with really? it being on. So good. It's it's a good one. It's it's not um, not child-friendly a lot oh, of the time. Oh, no. So God, no. It's not family-friendly, but it is fun for mm. all ages if you're old enough to watch that. <laughs> I would be saying if you're old enough, if you're past your senior year of high school you uh, you could w- probably do this to be completely to be completely honest i would am put I, it am, at, am like, i judging yeah, am i judging I, mm-hmm. I would put it around freshman year i mean like don't let your six-year-old watch it but like if you're driving you're fine <laughs> like, <laughs> you like, have to have your driver's license and i'm talking your, your id you, and i'm talking your full driver's license come to your house i will take your id <laughs> yes it has to have your full driver's license you cannot have your permit you full driver's license. <laughs> I like how we're like telling them this. No one's listening to this. In fact, there's like there's like an eight year old in the car that's gonna go home and like research mm, the magicians now because like he heard mom listening to this. Yeah. And now you have an eight year old chugging wine and watching the magicians. We are awesome. We are. No, but hashtag no judge. <laughs> hashtag no judge. Um but my thing is with the magicians is like I said, it's a diamond in the rough. Every mm. other book to me and is is a space book and i don't need another space opera i want the magicians in a new adult form so yeah. that i feel less judged because when i go into the young adult section i find tons of books that i feel meet the criteria of what i want for an easy read something that's going to get me hooked something that's going to transport me somewhere else mm. and i can uh, i can move on with my life yeah but if I get one more nasty look from Susie Q, I'm going to hit her with whatever books are in my hand. I just, I don't understand. You're, okay, so you go to a bookstore and you you walk in, you go to the young adult section. I don't know if it's just anybody else that does this. I literally, when I go to my local um, HBP, I will literally glance around to see who's around me as I'm standing in front of the young adult section. Mm-hmm. And... I, I feel like I'm not, I'm paranoid a little bit, especially if the people like walk by and I have like some stacks of books there and I'm pulling off the shelf and I'm like, oh God, they're going to like see this person that has all these, you know, teenage books in their hands and yeah. they, they kind of look at you weirdly like, oh, okay, you're really going at those books. But there's also when they figure out what section you're in, they're like, oh, how old are you? See, from behind, though, you could at least pull it off because you're mm. like, what, 5'2"? I'm less than that. I'm only 4'11". Four four, oh, wow. I really overshot that. Okay. <laughs> so, but still, from behind, you, you're you safe, okay? My 5'9 butt cannot hide when I'm in there. I'm 5'9", 200 pounds, tattoos everywhere, okay? I cannot no. walk in to NHPB and get away with that people sit there and they stare at me or i i have i've had ladies in there uh literally one of them looked at me and went aren't you a little old to be in this section and i was like um aren't you a little too much in my face right now like it's like i just don't understand why parents are judging us it we are not 
predators. We're not doing anything to right? your children. I'm not buying these books to sell them out of the side of a van, okay? Like, <laughs> like I feel I, I I I hate to say that. I think that people are putting that stereotype on me. Oh, you're in this section. You must be a like sexual predator. No. no. <laughs> oh I just happen to like Meg Cabot and I want all of her books. And I really happen to like Harry Potter and I want to get every copy that I possibly can and there's a new copy right here. um, I've literally staked out times to know where I know, well one, because I'm smart and I do this, when the crowds are really, really low and there's not going to be enough and they've just restocked the shelves Tuesday and Wednesday mornings. That is the time that if I'm, I'm, I've asked, like I I went up to the front. Why can I come in and shop in here and not get judged? (laughs) Pretty much. I mean, I do. I feel like I'm carrying mountains of porn. Like mm -hmm. that's the, that's the, what I feel like when I'm leaving. Here's the stupid thing. It, you get judged for being in the YA section. I get judged also for being in the sci-fi slash erotica section. Why they are side by side, I have no idea. Why not? <laughs> but if I'm actually like staring at YA or staring at sci-fi and this the erotica section just butts up against it, I have to be there for the erotica section because why would a girl be in the men section? Um, I also really would like a... How do I even put this? I would really like a bodyguard Mm. to go with me to Half Price Books when I am looking at the manga and anime. Why? Because every time that it has happened, someone, always a guy, usually looks like he lives in his mom's basement... Decides, Wait, we're judging! I know, but I can't, I have to tell the story that way. Okay, fine. You, they have to get the picture, Ashley. We're sorry for the guy who lives in his mom's basement listening to this podcast. <laughs> you, 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 you're not doing it because you, you, you want to. You might Maybe be. He is. Is. Yeah, I don't know. Hashtag, hashtag, hashtag no judge. <laughs> but <laughs> you be you, dude. I'll sit there and I'll just be scrolling through. Now, I am not a huge fan of manga. Jesse is. Mm-hmm. So every time I'm in there, I usually am looking for him. Now, mm-hmm. now that I'm finally getting into anime, that's probably like my next step. Right. Um, but I, I didn't know too much about it beforehand. Right. But every every time, Tommy Basement Boy walks up <laughs> to me. Oh, you're uh you're reading this book, are you? Mm-hmm. Oh no, just browsing. Well, uh, I I'm on this one myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nope. That looks like a good one. Oh, do you do you want to look at it? No. No, I don't. But thank you. Oh, okay. Well, if you don't like this one, you might like this one. And uh, At my... that point, at that point, I'm going, he's not a creeper. He just legitimately wants to try to share a genre with you. But... It's unless that... he's doing it in a creepy way. No, no, no. He's not even doing it in a creepy way. It's just my... <sighs> Um, my introvert in me is screaming, too much conversation, too much talking, you don't know him, stranger danger. Like, I, I can't, yes, I am getting big alarms going off. And it, I just, I want a bodyguard to stand next to me and be like, no, she doesn't read manga. No, she doesn't want to look at this. No, she doesn't want to look at your three terabytes of hentai that you have on a USB drive in your car. Like, <laughs> one of those, sir, the lady said no and i can't i i I have to back that up i have never been hit on or creeped on or anything like that i am just when i go shopping for books it's because i'm an introvert and all i do is read i like escaping from the real world you talking to me in the real world is not helping me get to that escape point (laughs) with that being said though i have to say half of what he was doing is what i love when I have those interactions with people. Like, I love when we went to the, the HBP hall that we did. There was a group of us. Like, you and me were yelling back and forth. Oh, do you oh, want yeah, this book? Oh, couple. do you want that book? And then there was this couple that was like, oh, we're really looking for this series. And we're like, okay, that's cool. Um, and we happened to come across a book in the series. And we yelled out, hey, such and such. Yeah, hey, whoever was looking, looking for, for this, this, we have it. Yeah, and they'd come running over, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, and then, like, we'd chat for a little bit. There was a lady that came up to me and asked me, because she saw I had all these uh, YA books in my hands, and she was like, 
hey, did you ever see any copies of the book Thief that were in really good condition? I was like, oh, yeah, I saw a couple, but they were, like, way over there in the YA stacks. Like, in the stacks. I just happened to turn around and glance down, and there was it. There was a really good condition. I grabbed it. I was like, the lady who wanted the book thief, I have one. And she just, like, whipped around real fast, came, you know, running over to me and grabbed me in a bear hug and was like, thank you so, so much. And it was like, you know what? At that moment, I was like, oh, my God, you're touching me. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, my God, I just made your day. And she was like, you're an amazing person. Thank you so much. And she went about her day. And I was like... I love this community. I just love how good you are with people. Like, my jealousy gets so high with that. Did you want her to hug you, no, too? No, that's the problem. I should have. And I should have been way more enthusiastic. Yay, we've helped people. But once again, the introvert in me is screaming, you don't know these people. Don't talk to these people. Mm. Like, yeah. I'm and then so you have the opposite it. there. There was a group of girls... They were all shopping together. They were doing the exact same thing. However, if I picked up a book and I was like pondering it, kind of, mm, I don't know, and I just happened to set it back down, this girl yoinked it. it yeah, yanked it out of her hand, didn't even look at it, threw it in the cart, and I was like, um, Are you just grabbing it because someone else is interested in it and you want to get it before they do? Yeah. <laughs> That's not okay. Hey, you know what? Hashtag, Hashtag no, no judge. judge. But like, there's two different sides to this book community, and I love when I have those moments with other book bookers, bookish people, bookish people, yeah. where we're like we can come together and combine. I love those moments. I have I try to have those moments anywhere I go. Like I'm gonna be that random person in Barnes and Nobles. The random moments I'm in Barnes and Nobles, where if there's somebody looking there goes. Or I can hear them talking to a sales rep going, well, I'm kind of looking for something like this. And I overhear it and the sales rep isn't doing a good enough job. I will literally turn to that person and be like, you need to read this. And they'd be like, oh, really? Tell me more. And I'd be like, well, it's like about this and this and this. Then if you really like, yeah, now I'm the scary guy. (laughs) I know, but I'm not in mommy's basement. I own my own house. I literally, however, though, I don't go running over to them. I still keep the good amount of distance between person and me. Like, they will be from me to the end of my couch. That's how far away they are. I'll just turn to them and be like, hey, sorry to overhear your conversation, but you really need to read this if that's what you're wanting. And they'll be like, oh, really? I've had people go, really? Where where is that located? And I'll be like, well, if you want to, I can show you real fast. And they're like, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. And we'll walk over there. It was like the time... We went and picked up a book as a book club group, and there happened to be another group of girls there that was doing the exact same thing, and we stood there in the aisle for maybe a good five minutes, all talking to each other and throwing book titles back and forth and showing each other book titles back and forth, and it was just like, this is great. This is what every bookish person wants. We don't want people standing next to us, judging us for what makes us happy what motivates us yeah like for example i definitely caught myself being judging at the half price book sale every time i saw someone pick up a copy of 50 shades (gasps) i know i committed the ultimate sin i judged i judged but (laughs) i just started a tally list mark oh yeah she did every time that we saw not somebody pick it up even just every time we saw a copy Mm. and then i was like ashley i hit the trifecta it's a trilogy like they had them all (laughs) in a case but i did it silently i didn't look at them you didn't verbalize it. i didn't verbalize it i wasn't like oh you're getting that are you like no i kept my judgments to myself like a good person (laughs) like i think that's what i'm trying to say everybody likes something different you like mysteries i like ya and then so and so likes historical fiction so and so is really into sci-fi so and so really likes biographies some people just want to read about the world's fair yes (laughs) (laughs) they really really want to know about the chicago world's fair everything um but at the end of the day 
you're reading mm. and i feel like that should be enough like we're we're all reading together in our own little world that is just nothing but cell phones and facebook and i feel like the fact that we have put down an electronic item unless you're reading it on kindle but still you're not on facebook you're not on you're not taking a selfie you're going to a different place and you're learning something and you're immersing yourself in something like yes that's enough Yes, I think I think that needs to be a, the goal is don't don't judge even if you know you are a parent and your teenager is standing next to a 20 something person in an aisle unless your teenager starts talking to mommy, you know, Bobby's basement guy it's okay. Yeah. Just let them be in the aisle. Now, yeah. if Tommy Mommy's Basement starts offering your kids some candy in the young adult aisle, that's when you should have an issue with it. Yes. Definitely, definitely. judge and call the police. <laughs> or get in a sales associate there. Yes. Yeah. Somebody. I even feel like I, and I don't think our local one does this, I've gone to some of the ones that are up north on the north side of Indianapolis mm-hmm. that are much nicer. Yeah, that's where the money at. Yeah. They judge just upon how you walk in through the doom door yes like the sales associates are judging like if i don't walk out of there with a decent amount of money given to them they judge so if i walk in i've i'm just one of those like why judge you're you're supposed to you're working at this place to sell books to make people happy you're not i mean yeah you're trying to make a profit and everything but just because I'm not buying a plethora of novels doesn't mean that Megan won't because Megan's <laughs> going to walk out with three bags when she said she's not spending anything. <laughs> we're going to we're going to we're going to correct this. I'm going to HBP after this and I'm buying books. OK, I'm proud of you. you can and I'll it. be your bodyguard. Thank you. I'll be your You'll four. Be I'll be the 411 bodyguard that tells What's that? What are we calling him? Uh, Tommy Mommy's Basement. <laughs> yeah. Tommy Mommy's Basement that the lady said no. God bless you. <laughs> God bless you. Well, guys, I think that's about all the time that we have for this episode of Wine and Dine. Mm-hmm. But basically, just remember, use that hashtag no judge, not just about books, but just every, every day. day. So uh, I'm Megan. I'm Ashley. And this was Wine, Wine and Dine. Dine. The ladies of Wine and Dine would like to thank you for listening to tonight's episode. If you have a wine you would like to suggest or maybe something you would like the ladies to read, please email us at wineanddinepod at gmail.com. So I really, really hope that they can hear Dottie in this episode. Oh my god. She was so good on the other one. And <laughs> god love her. It's like 100 degrees outside and the poor thing really needs to go poo-poo but, but she doesn't want to poo-poo now she's just our mascot though because during wine and dine she whined the- but here's the thing you know why literally we'll start talking like we're mm-hmm. doing right now she'll stop whining and then if we pause she'll start whining yes because it's like she knows she going. knows she's like i need to tell people that I go. that I am unhappy and mommy needs to take me outside now who's a good mascot Who's your good mascot?